is Kathleen Maxwell Randy with The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. And I appreciate you joining me today. Let me encourage you to not just listen, but partner with God and practice what He speaks to you. For more information about me, published newspaper articles, to contact me to speak in your area or purchase my new book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, visit my website at www.kathleenmaxwellrandy.com. This podcast reaches around the world with listeners in 27 countries thanks to the one-time and monthly gifts from people just like you. If you want to give, simply click the button that says Become a Patron or Patronage at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the follow button and you'll be the first to know when new episodes are released. And leave me a comment. Enjoy the podcast. Well, welcome everyone to the Kathleen Maxwell Randy podcast. Again, this is Kathleen and I'm thrilled that you have decided to take a little bit of time and listen to what I have to say today. So what we're going to talk about today is something I mentioned in the beginning of each podcast. If you notice, I mentioned the word, don't just listen, partner with God and practice. And I'm really big about that. I really like that word and I want to tell you why I like that word so much. You see, for many years, I kind of saw God as a taskmaster. I saw him as somebody that if I messed up, if I sinned, if I didn't do what the word said, um, that he was up there kind of shaking his head and disappointed in me. And um, I just saw him more as a taskmaster than a loving father. And God began to rearrange that in my heart and in my mind. And, um, you know, what I saw is I would feel like such a failure, you know, if I told a lie or if I said something, you know, in anger or um, just in any way. That's just kind of my viewpoint of God. And what I began to learn was so much of what I had done in my life is I had gained a lot of head knowledge about the Word. And yes, we read our Bible. Yes, we go to church. Yes, we, you know, do those things um, because they're good for us. But the most important thing is that heart knowledge and that experience we gain when we practice what the Word what the word says. You know, my mom used to have a phrase um, that she used sometimes, and she would say, you know, they're, well, they're so heavenly minded, they're no earthly good. And what she meant by that was that some people have a whole lot of head knowledge. They can quote scripture. They can, um, you know, know a lot about the stories in the Bible. But the real important thing is, do we practice what the word says? And here's, here's the thing that I learned is that God is so gracious and so kind because he calls himself our, our father. You know, if you read even the Lord's Prayer, when Jesus was talking to God, he said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And so, you know, that definition of father, what happens is oftentimes in life we can get a wrong concept of father because we portray it on maybe our earthly experience and sometimes that's good and sometimes that's not so good. But what I began to learn is God was so interested in 
did we pick it up? Did we try? Are we working on on something like walking in peace? Maybe your struggle is um, with kindness or maybe your struggle is loving others. Maybe your struggle is, you know, with one of the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments are things that God wants us to practice. And the reason He wants us to practice is because they're good for us. He's not just giving us a bunch of rules. He's saying, look, these are going to help you be safe. Following these commandments are going to protect you. They're going to give you tools for everyday life. And they're going to make your life more peaceful because they're going to keep you out of trouble. And so that was the mind shift that I began to learn. And, um, you know, we don't really know something until we experience. And when I say practice something, what I want to talk about is it's just like with my grandkids. I've got eight grandkids and it's so much fun just watching them, watching their little personalities develop and watching them learn to walk. Um, and yes, they fall down a bunch of times. I can't tell you how many times I've picked up a crying grandbaby because they, they're just trying to walk and, and they're still not certain on their feet. And that's the way the Lord is with us. Whenever we stumble, whenever we don't do something the Word says, I just have a picture of Him bending down and picking us up, dusting us off, loving on us and saying, get back in the race. And I really firmly believe that experience makes you rich. It's as we experience something that we really know something. And that's the big difference between head knowledge and heart knowledge. And here's the, here's the big thing is when we practice something, the more we learn it and work it into the fabric of our life, the more it becomes automatic and we're quicker to do it again. So I want to start by reading a scripture um, to you because I saw this, read this not too long and I thought, oh man, that really summarizes what I'm saying and my passion for the word practice. So this is in Luke 6, 46 through 49 and it says, why do you call me Lord, Lord and not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid a foundation on a rock. And when the floods came, the torrent struck that house, but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation, the moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed, and its destruction was complete. Oh my word, there it is in black and white in Luke 6, 46 through 49. And what that shows me is practicing the word, not perfection, big difference in practice and perfection, but practicing the word provides protection for us you know when life hits hard you're not as likely to get knocked down or if you get knocked down you're going to get back up quicker when you practice it and I know um, you know one of my favorite examples was just how I learned to walk in peace 
And it was in a time when there were a lot of uncertain things going on in my life. But I was reading all these scriptures about peace and how I had a God-given right to walk in peace. And my practicing time was in dealing with my mom and my late husband and their illnesses and walking through hospitals, listening to doctors say, you know, this is very rare. We're not real sure. Those gave me opportunities to walk in peace. And they protected and helped guard my heart when I could have been a puddle of tears and an anxious, crazy person, really, when you think about it. Um, and the more I do that, the more it, it comes natural now because I've had years to practice that. And I even had someone call me today and she said, Kathleen, I've heard you talk about for years that, that peace we have a God-given right to walk in peace in any situation. And she said, I'm dealing with my dog and he has cancer and he's been my companion for so long. And she just needed peace. She just needed peace. And I loved what she had to say. She said, I'm practicing my peace. I'm practicing my peace. And so for me, I got to come alongside of her and help her practice that. You know, it's kind of like, when I was helping my, my grandkids learn to ride a bike and they were taking those training wheels off. Um, they had had some training in it, but they needed just a little bit of guidance and help and someone to come alongside of them. So I was so happy to be able to help my sweet friend in that, in that crisis she was experiencing. Practicing the word provides shelter. You know, it's a safe place to, for us to run and for others to run that need help. And it also, when we practice God's word, it provides tools for everyday life and helps us navigate better. Um, there's, I would rather people take from my podcast one or two sentences, maybe one scripture, and really work on that for a whole week than, than anything. Because it's as you practice that you're going to gain confidence and you're going to get better and better at it um you know it's like with my my i have a website and i have a newsletter that i put out each week and if you have not signed up for my newsletter you can go to my website at www.kathleenmaxwellranby.com and scroll down and you'll see where you can sign up for that newsletter. But when I first started doing that newsletter, I had to learn this complicated program that helps me put it together. And I did not think I was ever going to get it. It was so overwhelming. I spent a nine hour day trying to learn it. I thought I'm never going to get this. It was so hard. And I just kept praying and asking God to help me. And now it's not near as, near as tedious for me to do. It does take time. But I'm much quicker at getting it done because I practice. So those are just some things in the natural. You know, and when we practice the word, it provides connection because we have a relationship with God. And I love God so, so much because when I, you know, Lord, help me with this. Lord, gosh, I messed up. Forgive me for that and please help me to practice and get this worked into my life. Um, let me read this scripture, Luke 6, 47 through 49 in the Amplified Bible. It says, For everyone who comes to me 
and listens to my words in order to heed their teaching and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug and went down deep. When we practice, we're going down deep. We're not just gaining something to memorize it and go on. We're putting something into our spirit, putting something into our life, rooting it in us so that it'll produce good fruit in the future. Okay, went down deep and laid a foundation upon a rock. A rock is solid. It's not shaky, it is solid. And when the floods arose, the torrent broke against that house and could not shake it or move it because it had been securely built or founded on a rock. But he who merely hears and does not practice, there it is again, not making this stuff up, folks, does not practice doing my words. It's like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation against which the torrent burst, the floods came in, and immediately it collapsed and fell. And the breaking and ruin of that house was great. So you can memorize a million scriptures, but sweet friends, if you don't put it into practice, you really don't know anything. You really don't. You really don't because if you're not practicing, it's that experience that is gonna draw, that you're gonna be able to draw from really quick when life happens. Let me show you some other scriptures that have the word practice. Matthew 5:19 says, Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever practices and teaches those commandments will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So it's not just, if I'm not practicing what I'm, I'm covering in my podcast, I am of no use to you. I'm really not. The Bible says it right there. But it's as I practice it, I can share my experiences. And I think that's what makes my podcast a little different is I'm pretty transparent and I share with you different ways I practice the word. Philippians 4.9 says, Whoever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Oh, my word. Right there, it tells us that when we practice the word, it gives us peace. It gives us peace. And so, you know, I think it's so crucial in this day and age that as the body of Christ, that we're practicing what we preach. Others are looking for answers, and we can give those answers when we are doing it versus just when we have head knowledge. You know, I had finger surgery this summer, and um, I'm so glad I asked some good questions. One of the questions I asked the doctor that was gonna do my surgery, uh, which is supposed to be a minor surgery, but it turned into something bigger, much bigger than all of us expected. But I asked this young doctor, because he looked young, I said, so how many years have you been practicing on hands? Have you done finger surgeries? And he said 11 years. And he actually works on the team that works for the San Antonio Spurs, a basketball team. And, And I wanted to know if he had some good experience under his belt. I'm sure to have the word doctor in front of his name, 
you know, he had gone to med school, but not all doctors are great. And I wanted someone that had experience and little did I know how much that would mean because he got in there to just remove a cyst, but found out I had a big bone spur over my knuckle and I had a torn tendon and um, I had two small bones floating around that he had to remove. So it was much more tedious. In fact, he said, I haven't seen anything like that in eight years. And um, I was glad that he had a lot of experience because even though he had studied and obviously passed the medical boards, it's that experience that when he got into something he didn't expect that had helped him. So that's just another illustration of the importance of practicing. So sweet friends, if you find that you have failed in any way, you know, just in any of the commandments, thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill. Um, you know, when we look at the, the fruit of the spirit, um, in Galatians, it talks about what the characteristics of what somebody, who somebody is when they walk with God, they're patient, they're kind, they're full of love. Um, and it's as we practice those that we gain that experience. So if you see that you have failed in those areas, Dust yourself off, get back up, and get back up and practice because that is what's going to make you rich. That's what's going to make you effective in the kingdom of God. It's going to protect you. It's going to give you a better relationship with the Lord as you look to Him. It's going to give you peace and tools for everyday life. So thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to go to my website and sign up for the newsletter. Also follow this podcast. You can follow it. There's a little icon that says follow. And if you would want to, you can give to help make this ministry possible. Um, it reaches around 27 countries now. So I appreciate you joining me. I want to just bless you as you leave. Lord, thank you so much for my sweet friends from all over the world that have joined me for this podcast. And Lord, help us all to practice your word. Father, help us to forgive ourselves when we realize that we failed. And Lord, help us to dust ourselves off, get back up, and practice again. Thank you that you're such a fun-loving God and you love us so much. And Lord, it's in your heart that we practice your word. So help us to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. See you next week.